Hello and welcome to another episode of The Debug Life. Today we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. This is something I've personally dealt with a lot, uh, especially just getting started in my career of software programming. And I've seen so many people deal with it. And it doesn't matter if you're a teching engineer, you know, everybody suffers from this. Parents, uh, students, everyone. And imposter syndrome is to believe many of us hold that we aren't actually as capable or as smart as we think we are, no matter how much evidence there is that we're successfully navigating our professional and personal lives. Imposter syndrome isn't a diagnosis or medical problem, but rather a pattern of thinking that can lead to self-doubt, negative self-talk, and missed opportunities. According to the, General, the Journal of General Internal Medicine, more than 8 out of every 10 people experience imposter syndrome. At work, you may attribute your accomplishments to luck rather than to your own abilities, which may be holding you back from asking for a raise or applying for a promotion. You may also think that the only way to achieve the high standards you've set is by overworking yourself to the point of burnout. At home and in relationships, you may feel unworthy of the affection you receive from a partner or friends, and you may live in fear of anyone you're close to discovering you're not as great as they think you are. Now, as I said, I went through this journey myself, and uh, while I worked at NASDAQ, I would frequently just kind of dive into a bathroom stall and just sit there and just hold my head and try to clear all the frustration that I was feeling. You know, so many people were using big words. There were really unclear expectations, what was expected of me. Um, and I was so frustrated that I just wasn't living up to what I was hired to do. So I know uh, how awful these feelings can be. Now, what I've learned is that imposter syndrome is just another variation of shame. Imposter syndrome is the fear that what you produce isn't good enough in the eyes of others. And shame's com shame comes from believing that the results we get are indicative of our self-worth. Um, is that relatable? Now, you're hardwired for connection and a sense of belonging. Shame is the fear that something you've done or failed to do makes you unworthy of that connection. Therefore, shame ultimately boils down to the fear of disconnection. We often want to believe that shame is only for those who have survived something terrible. But in reality, it is something we all experience because it is one of the most primitive human emotions. Most of us are afraid to talk about our shame. But the less we do, the more control it has over us. The power of shame is rooted in being unspeakable. That's why so many of us are drawn to perfectionism. It functions to keep us quiet. We have this inherent belief that if we just do everything perfectly, nobody can judge us. The problem with this mindset is that it shifts your focus from being effective to caring about what others think. And just like shame, this results in disconnection. Now, the solution to imposter syndrome is exposing it. If the root cause of imposter syndrome is shame, and shame derives its power from being unspeakable, then it follows that opening up about your feelings to the right people will take its power away. First, let go of perfectionism, because seeking to be perfect will ultimately only demotivate you. Setting unattainable standards will make you feel perpetually inadequate, and you'll miss out on the rewarding feeling of accomplishment. Perfectionism also drives a wedge between yourself and others. People may not want to work with you because they sense your impossibly high expectations and want to avoid the extra work you inflict on them. Remember that comparison is to shame what gasoline is to an engine. Focus on your own results rather than comparing them to those of others. There's nothing to be achieved by comparison. It won't make you feel better in the short or long term, and it will only focus your attention on whatever it is you think you lack. You cannot prevent your mind from creating stories, but you can ground yourself in the facts. 
Observe your feelings and ask yourself if the thoughts you're having are valid and factual. Just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. You can either fall for the illusion of perfection or you can accept that perfect is the enemy of good enough and open up about your struggles to people who have likely struggled with the same thing. Find someone you trust, like a family member, a mentor, a friend, or a significant other, and you will probably be surprised by how common the feelings that you're having are. If you decide to talk about your shame, you will be in a place where you're able to say, I feel weak, but recognition and approval aren't what I'm after. I am driven to create results, and this experience will only only teach me how to do so better.